The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. John the Baptist appeared, preaching in the desert of Judea, and saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It was of him that the prophet Isaiah had spoken when he said, A voice of one crying out in the desert, Prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight his paths. John wore clothing made of camel's hair and had a leather belt about his waist. And his food was locusts and honey. At that time, Jerusalem, all Judea, and the whole region around the Jordan were going out to him and were being baptized by him in the Jordan River as they acknowledged their sins. When he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to his baptism, he said to them, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee the coming wrath? Produce good fruit of evidence of your repentance. And do not presume to say to yourselves, We have Abraham our father. For I tell you, God can raise up children to Abraham from these stones. And even now, the axe lies at the root of these trees. Therefore, every tree that does not bear fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. I am baptizing you with water for repentance. But the one who is coming after me is mightier than I. I am not worthy to carry his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fan is in his hand. And he will clear his threshing floor and gather his wheat into the barn. But the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. Gospel of the Lord. It would be impossible for me to describe each week here at St. Joseph. So many things happen from Sunday to Sunday. But this last week, we had the funeral for Bill Schultz, which was very beautiful. We had an RCIA retreat, which was really beautiful. An opportunity for me to get to know our candidates. And this, this morning, after this Mass, for those who are, have time are welcome to join, we're going to bless the columbarium and we're going to in turn David Paul. He will be the first one there. About two and a half years ago, David woke up in the middle of the night. I think Michelle is here somewhere. And, and said, honey, I have to go. And he got into his car 
He was driving around Raleigh, this area of Raleigh. He's from this region. His name is Paul, after all. And he stopped at that traffic light by Beverly Drive. And he said it was like a blue comet just went through his mind. And that blue comet said, Roman Catholic Church. And then his headlights were on the sign where it says, St. Joseph's Roman Catholic Church. David did RCIA. David died about a year ago. He was a Eucharistic minister. He got all dressed up in his suit every time he did it. And then lived uh, a beautiful life. So each week here at St. Joseph's, so many things happen between Sunday and Sunday. Prepare the way of the Lord, make straight his paths, all flesh shall see the salvation of God. Today as we read through and reflect together on the readings, let us open our hearts to the Holy Spirit, the font of all wisdom. The running question we should all be asking ourselves is, what does the Holy Spirit want to place on my heart today? What is there that I am called to bring back home to my, to my home after encountering the living and loving Lord Jesus? After this homily, we will enter into the mystery of God's physical presence. Our planet is nestled inside this amazing and huge universe, and the creator of it all will shortly come down upon this altar inside this humble church, and these words will surface inside our hearts my Lord and my God, like they did in the heart of St. Thomas. Loneliness. The Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, a spirit of wisdom and of understanding, a spirit of counsel and of strength, a spirit of knowledge and of fear of the Lord, and his delight shall be the fear of the Lord. Can you imagine what life would be like without God? I'm thinking of David because David experienced what life was like without God. Our age is marked by a phenomenon called loneliness. People of all ages and cultures are feeling alone. Major religions around the world and ours included face this challenge It's a worldwide epidemic. Part of the job description of any priest is to listen to his people. If I was to interpret or summarize what I hear day in and day out, it's this. Father, I feel alone. As we look upon the millions of people watching the World Cup in Qatar, is it possible that they too feel alone? There is a momentary solace as they watch their team until they lose. And the loneliness sets in again. I don't know about you, but I would love to go to the game and announce at the beginning that Mass will follow directly after the game. (laughs) My dear parishioners at St. Joseph's, you know so well that what you have found here at this church is love. Not a perfect love, but love nevertheless. We have something very special. 
I'm always taken aback when I listen to our bishop. He never fails to talk about love. And this love is the remedy to the loneliness. The Spirit of the Lord wants to rest on each one of us, and not only us, but upon all people watching the World Cup. Could we ask the Holy Spirit during this Mass to rest upon the world? Come, Lord Jesus, send your Spirit upon us so we can be your ambassadors for each person you place in our midst who is suffering from loneliness. Longing. May the God of endurance and encouragement grant you to think in harmony with one another, in keeping with Christ Jesus, that with the one accord you may, with one voice, glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Like many priests around the world, I am dedicated to hearing hours of confessions. Though it can be very tiring, it's one of those sacraments you can almost touch and taste God's grace. It's the sacred place where penitent and priest discover the deep longing of the soul to be united with the Lord. Inside each human being is a deep longing, which is one of the hardest things to pinpoint in one's life. Even the sins one commits speak into the deep longing. That's why the sacraments in general and in particular, the Eucharist and confession, come to our aid. They deeply encourage us to search for and maintain harmony between God and the people we love. This deep longing is therefore quenched when we file into church on Sunday morning. Our whole person, body, mind and spirit is invited to be engaged and actively participate. Because we are home. And this home fills us with love, meaning, and purpose. My dear parishioners, when you are out there in missionary land, you hold the keys to unlock the deepest longing inside people. Even when people may seem opposed to you or simply appear to think differently to you, they too are searching for what their hearts long for. That is, the person of Jesus Christ. In the Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens, on Christmas Eve, Scrooge is visited by spirits, including his former business partner, Jacob Marley, and the ghosts of Christmas past, Christmas present, and Christmas yet to come. Mr. Scrooge deep down longed for Christmas in which Jesus was the center. Mr. Scrooge was changed, and his heart Healed. Beloved, John wore clothing of camel's hair and had a leather belt around his waist. At that time, Jerusalem, all Judea, and the whole region around the Jordan were going out to, to him and were being baptized by him in the Jordan River as they acknowledged their sins. John the Baptist is front and center of the liturgy these days as we prepare for Christ's coming. So, what is there that we can take from his life that will help us? John was beloved by the Lord. He knew Jesus from the very beginning of his life inside his mother's womb. 
He leapt for joy along with his mother when Jesus came into their home. He experienced such a profound love inside his friendship with Jesus from the earliest point of his life. He dedicated himself to hardcore penance and sacrifice in preparation for his coming. This was his way, given the extreme importance of his mission. How can we relate to that in our time with the mission God has placed in our hands? Do we realize, like St. John, how important our mission is? Like John, we are called to persevere as God's beloved. You, mother of three or eight, are beloved of the Lord. Wake up and make it happen. You, dad, who must hold down a couple of jobs to maintain the household with enough food and warmth at night, you are beloved by the Lord. Wake up and make it happen. You, young people, with all the demands on your hearts and time, don't be afraid to be just the way you are. Beloved by the Lord, wake up and make it happen. This is basically what John did. He was beloved to the end. And in the end, they beheaded him. Advent is a time when many people feel lonely. And this loneliness speaks into their longing for the Lord. And when they discover they are beloved, it changes and they feel the sun rising on their face. So so to finish with some questions, how is your Advent going? What is the Holy Spirit asking of me this week? The world benefits greatly from my prayers. Can I raise the bar? Let us offer our petitions to the Eternal Father who sent St. John the Baptist to announce the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. We turn to him with our needs. For the renewal of the church, that the Lord may sanctify here during this holy season of Advent, we pray to the Lord. For our nation, that the Lord may guide the minds of those who govern in order to promote the common good and assurance of justice for all, we pray to the Lord. For our parish community, that the Lord may draw us together in and through the sacraments, sacramental life of the church, we pray to the Lord. For the mass media, especially Christian channels of communication, that the faithful may work to spread the good news of Jesus Christ in charity and truth, we pray to the Lord. Today's Mass is being offered for the souls in purgatory. We pray to the Lord. For those who are sick or infirmed, and for their caregivers, that God in his mercy will draw close to them and raise them up, 